welcome to another episode of Love London Love Culture. Um, I'm hoping everyone's doing well um, in spite of recent sad news and events. Um, of course, obviously the Queen Person way I can't not mention. Um, I know a few people who probably have very certain opinions about royalty and its place in 2022 but at this time I think we need to put our differences aside and just say this is a terribly sad moment um it's a real moment of history no matter which way you look at it and I think we'd all do well to show our respect um to a woman who if I'm being honest love the theatre love the culture um in every shape and form and yeah to her majesty thank her for everything that she's done um it's an extraordinary extraordinary time we're going through at the moment um i was supposed to sort of come up with a set idea set concept for this um episode uh, but things life work uh news has completely thrown me off course um, so today, I just want to focus on things that I've seen, um, read, all those kind of things. So it's basically following the same format as previous episodes, um, but uh, it's been a bit, a little bit more over the place this time. So I do apologise for that because I've been away on holiday. Um, so I'm kind of a little bit out of zone. I haven't seen as much theatre as I'd like to. Um, or anything else so I've been trying to get back in the zone um hopefully next month I will be a little bit more ball and a little bit more organized but I thank you for taking the time uh to tune in at this point uh anyway um so I just want to talk about a few things as I say that I've seen experienced um in the last four weeks or so um I know this episode is a week later than I'd normally do it um but that's it's not your fault. It's just the way thing life goes. Um, so I know I harp on quite a bit about new British musicals. A lot of people do go on about British musicals, and that's why it was so pleasing to sort of see Ride at Charing, Charing Cross Theatre. Um, it's only on for a limited run, um, but it highlights um, someone I'd never heard of. Uh, and, Annie Londonderry. Now she supposedly cycled around the globe um, and was the first woman to do so but obviously it's a little bit more complex than that and this music musical is a one-out musical hour and a half straight through um, really well written plenty of brilliant tunes that take songs from different genres or it's really well done and it's a two-handed musical and although the central character is the one who does a lot of work the backup character as well is just phenomenal um i have seen i've noticed a rise in sort of smaller casts for musicals and i think that is a really nice thing it just shows a musical doesn't have to be a full-blown spectacular dazzling experience for it to make an impact on an audience it can be that smaller scale um and ride if you can get to see it is such a high quality example of that 
Um, and I really, really enjoyed it, as did my fellow critics, uh, blogger friends, everybody who's been been to see it as well. So if you can and you want to see something that's a little bit off West End, please, please, please go and show your support um, to this British musical because I know a lot of emphasis on the fact that Broadway does such great original musicals, um, whereas we're slightly behind, but I think ours are of completely different nature. Uh, to Broadway musical, so please, uh, if you hear of a new British musical such as Ride, go and see it. Um, it's really, really worth um, putting that that into place. Um, so Disney have been very busy recently. Uh, I know I'm changing complete topic here, um, but um, they announced. Little Mermaid that's coming to cinemas next year. We've got uh, Inside Out two as well. Um, Mufasa, so a back backstory to the Lion King. Um, it seems like they've got some good films in the pipeline. Um, it's just a shame. And I did I did enjoy their uh, version of Pinocchio, uh, this live action version, but. The main problem for me is because it's about a wooden puppet and obviously you're going to rely on a lot of CGI. Unfortunately, the CGI, while retaining the original design of Pinocchio from the animated version, it, it felt a little bit false. The film felt a little bit false um, to me. Obviously, Tom Hanks really grounds it as a film with this warm and sympathetic uh, portrayal of Geppetto. You really get a sort of deeper understanding of this toy maker's loneliness and everything else. And it's a shame that his character obviously is not more integrated into Pinocchio's, given the fact it's a bit of a moral story, isn't it? Learning right from wrong. Um, Pinocchio as a story is very bizarre to me you sort of read it um as a plot line and you sort of think why um it's not your typical fairy tale it's not there is an element of magic and adventure in it but um this live action version i think highlights the flaws in the story which is a shame because i do have to admit some of the cgi is brilliant in it the scenes for the the pleasure islands and Everything else, the whale scene, it's, it's incredibly done. But unfortunately, there's not much depth to the story that you can really grab onto. And I think even as an animated film, I don't think it was one of Disney's best-made films. Um, but I understand, you know, they're going through the back catalogue and seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. Um, but actually, if they had thought about it, I would have actually been more interested in learning more about Geppetto and his backstory, how he came up with the idea of creating Pinocchio and done it from that concept and then blown into the um, story that we know and familiar with. Um, I won't lie, the, the story of Pinocchio did frighten me as a kid. Um, obviously, the whole idea of the boys turning into to donkeys it was, it was terrifying it was absolutely terrifying um and i feel like a certain aspect of that is lost in this this version um the songs the new songs there are a couple of heartfelt ones but then i didn't feel like they were memorable as when you wish upon a star for example uh which is a shame um i think 
obviously it's great they've gone a, a little bit of a different direction um and added new songs but i feel like just keeping that focus on the story if you're going to write new songs make sure they integrate into the story a little bit more and not it just take away from it anyway because it, it is it's not it's not my favorite story i think i was going into this for like no i'm not sure about this anyway um but i'm, I'm glad i watched it i think you know they got the casting right um voices it, it it works on some level but it it's just not the quality i would expect um from a disney live action i think disney really 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 do need to sort of put more emphasis on new stories for goodness sake they can do it frozen inside out that kind of story i know these are inside out um and things like that were collaborations with uh, Pixar, but for goodness sake, there is that opportunity there to come up with new stories. Turning Red, that was a good story. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent about Disney, um, but I probably should save that for a separate episode. Who knows, it might be the next one. Um, so I did read quite a few books on holiday. Um, you know, being on a cruise ship by yourself, it means you get a little bit of time to sort of focus on what you want to read, everything else. Um, so one of the reads that I, I enjoyed was Elizabeth of York, uh, The Last uh, White Rose. It's part of a new series by Alison Weir. Uh, it's a really good read, actually. Um, at first, it took me a little bit of time to get into because it really rushed through um, Elizabeth of York as uh, childhood. Uh, for those who don't know, Elizabeth Plantagenet married King Edward, and obviously it led eventually led to the War of the Roses, which is a story we're all pretty familiar with. Um, and this new series is it's very difficult because you're going back so far in history that very little historical record probably exists, and a lot of it you're going to have to go on guesswork. Alison Weir is an author and a historian. She really goes to that extra level to try and bring that history to life, try and make the story sound as grounded as possible. Um, obviously, at the centre of this Elizabeth story is the, the case of her missing brothers, the two lost princes in the tower. It, it sounds me to say, but we will never, ever truly know what happened to them. Um, which is a real shame. It is a real shame, and it will be a source of speculation for many, many more years to come. Um, as a book, uh, as I say, it was a little bit rushed, and the ending felt a little bit abrupt. Um, but you, you get a real sense of the danger, the uncertainty, the emotional aspects of Elizabeth's life that you sort of trying to deal with loss of a child, you know, Prince Arthur dying at the age of 15. Um, it's a really, it's a really detailed read. Um, and that is why I prefer to read historical fiction written by those historians, because at least, yes, they'll admit there are factual changes or anything else to cover um, fictional elements that you know weren't possible but it at least gives you it tries to give you an understanding of what's going on 
Um, so I really enjoyed that. Now I'm moving back to theatre. Now I haven't seen this production. I joined at the Shakespeare's Globe. Um, for some reason, people found it controversial because they cast a non-binary person into the title role. Now, Joan of Arc, let's be honest, if you are familiar in any level, now, I'm familiar with it, but I don't know the precise ins and outs of it. She dressed up as a soldier. She fought for what she believed in. Are we that convinced that, you know... She saw herself as non-binary. I'm not saying she she couldn't be. Absolutely not. I think it's an interesting possibility uh, to think of. She, she could have been she, he, they, however you want to consider this this personality. Um, they is is a character that is open to many interpretations. For goodness' sake, we've had okay. So we see Henry VIII, for example, is this tyrannous person but we don't focus on him as a young man who's passionate and romantic we tend to think of him the same way so I think by opening the dialogue on Joan of Arc I think the Globe has done the absolute right thing I think it challenges our perspectives it shows how her story their story however you see them um to a new audience and if it brings new people in and it gets them excited about a period of history I can't see any problem with that whatsoever yes the production's got mixed reviews that's completely down to the critics as I say I haven't seen it yet um but I feel like it it opens new conversations for goodness sake Shakespeare wrote characters that were performed by men before they were performed by women so this is this is a new perspective on even that and it's very much in keeping with what the what the globe does um i know the globe perhaps has done other controversial things i don't know but it's it's such a wonderful uh, thing to sort of celebrate you know and highlighting the character who let's be honest is not really highlighted in tv programs documentaries or anything like that and actually I would be interested to know more so perhaps I should pop along and see it before it closes um I think it's I think it's a, a bold brave inclusive decision by the day and I I salute them for that mm. um so again um I'm going off on a real tangent here I do apologize so then you got Renaissance, um, which is Beyonce's new album. Okay, completely, as I say, off the track. Um, one day I will write a script properly and just, you know, um, make it all coherent. But um, somehow I like going off on a tangent. Um, so Beyonce's latest album. Now, I haven't really been a massive follower of Beyonce. I'm I'm firmly stuck in the nineties, early two thousands, as many people who know me will acknowledge. Um and this album when I listened to it, I wasn't sure. It's sixteen tracks, you know, it shows her mixing up, mixing up her style. There are plenty of danceable tunes on it. Absolutely. Um 
I just feel like the number of tracks in there is slightly self-indulgent and I feel like there were times that it got a little bit repetitive. I know I will probably be in the minority here. Um, I still enjoyed it. Uh, please don't get me wrong. Please, please, please check out my review on the website just so I affirm this. Um, I love the confidence. I love the sass. I love the, some of the lyrics, you know, on things like um, Summer Renaissance, Plastic Off the Sofa. There were such good tunes. There are quite a few gems to be picked out of that album. Um, and as I say, it just shows a singer who's not afraid to take chances. It's not who moves with the times. You know, she could have stuck in the era of Crazy in Love, but she hasn't. Um, and I think, you know, she she proves with this album she's still got a lot more to give. Um, I just feel like some of the songs not quite as high quality um, as previous songs. I know it's wrong to compare what she released previously, and I get that singers want to do things a little bit different um, that suits them. Absolutely. Um, but I have to admit, this wasn't the album I was expecting from her. But if you haven't listened to it, I would still say give it a listen um, and let me know what you think. Uh, hopefully I'm not too off the mark. I, I don't really want any Beyonce fans coming after me because that, uh, for my opinion, I know I will probably be in the minority here. Hands up, even if you can't see them. Um, another revisit. So Top Gun Maverick. I loved, love, 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 love this film. Now, it's always difficult to come up with a sequel, particularly when the original is so popular. So to come up with a sequel and release it 30 years later is extraordinarily brave. Um, what I loved about this film, it, it felt like to me it brought the story full circle. It absolutely did. Um I, I, I genuinely can't believe Tom Cruise is nearly 60. That's just crazy, even crazier to me than anything else. Um, stunts, the fight sequences, the plane sequences, the emotional drama behind it all, it's been really well written. Yes, and I actually even love the sentimentality in tying in what happened in the first film if you haven't seen the first film I won't spoil it for you just in case you decide to watch two, both of them back to back um, but it was it was extraordinary and I did I did feel a little bit like that that was that was the way to sort of bring it around um, without going over, overly sentiment, sentimental um, from the first film it ties it in nicely but bringing in to a completely different era. So massive congratulations to all those involved. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I went to see something called 90s Live. Now it's, yes, it's a show that's cheesy as heck. I have to admit though, those who were performing all these 90s songs did an amazing job and you can tell how much fun they were um, having doing it. And it gave me a sense of nostalgia for the 90s music. Okay, so I was more about the pop. I was into Spice Girls. I was into Take That, um, Backstreet Boys, Five, um, all that 
that kind of group at the time, Britney Spears when she came about, Christina Aguilera, all that, the cause, Bewitched. I could go on and on, basically. Um, and I had a really, really good time with my friend going to, to see this show. Um, so what I've written on the website, I had done it a couple of years ago about favourite 90s films, but I've gone back and revisited it. So please, please, babies, uh, go and check out my favourite 90s tunes where you'll pretty much know everything you need to know about me by giving my song choice on that list. Um, so I hope I hope you take a read. And if you can get in touch with me and let me know what you think of my song choices, please do. Uh, if you feel like you can try and talk out, talk me out of the song choices I picked, um, again, please feel free to get in touch. Um, no, uh, and it's actually really made me revisit um, songs that I didn't actually think I enjoyed at the time, um, particularly relating to Britpop, so people like Blur, etc. Um, I've had to go down and listen to again, uh, just to give me give me a little bit. I can run the soldier feeling and remind me that it feels like yesterday, even though it's not yesterday since the 90s. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun to, to revisit. Um, 90s Live is still going around the UK, so please look them up. Um, that's not them asking, that's me genuinely. If you are like me, love the 90s, that's, that's the show for you. Um, yes yeah, so that's um that is that um I've, i know this has maybe been rambling on sharing my thoughts and opinions and potentially a non-coherent way um <laughs> but it's always nice to sort of share my opinions thoughts on things even if i haven't been up to as much as i should have been um this month will be a little bit different um, I've got a few bits and pieces coming up, um, so hopefully I will be up for that. Um, also in October, I will be uh, covering the London BFI Film Festival, which I'm very, very excited about. So I will probably do a piece on that. Um, potentially, if it's the first weekend, I'll be sort of trying to chat through the film choices that potentially I will want to go and see um, during that festival. I won't be going to more because I've got work um i've taken a week off work just to sort of so i can attend that um but it should be good fun um i'm looking forward to it okay i might have to go for a few early starts um but do keep an eye out on love london love culture the website for reviews any pieces that i do about that please 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 um check me out and i will look forward to hearing what you think um of my reviews and things so please get in touch via twitter just look up love london love culture or love london love culture podcast and just just let me know what you think um i always want to sort of generate conversations um in the meantime have a wonderful few weeks and i will be back well sooner than i was expecting but at the beginning of october with a few more thoughts and opinions uh so do just uh I'm, Keep in touch. All right. Thank you. Bye.